Hello and welcome in. This is the podcast, Builder versus Buyer, and I'm the host, Adam Steiner. The goal of this podcast is to mediate the builder and buyer relationship, hopefully bring those sides a little closer through advice and education. So today I wanted to dive into a little bit about winter construction. Just hit a few notes. So I'm in the Midwest here. I spent the last few years in Minnesota, just recently moved down to Northwest Indiana. Either case, you know, we have a real winter where it gets below freezing pretty consistently. You're going to see snow on the ground. Okay, what does that mean for your construction process? Um, what, a, what, what types of things does it affect and um, how should you deal with it? I would say for the, for the most part, I think if there's a contractor in your area and they're they're building pretty consistently, like they're going to know how to deal with the winter. So I think it's good to ask those questions. Um, and just, I would do it more for your learning than, um, really trying to, to pin the builder down. Um, but I think it's good to ask those questions of like, okay, what is your plan for winter construction? Um, what do you guys do for X, Y, and Z, all that fun stuff. Um, the two, the two big things that really, cause headaches in the winter um, are the two big things that I want to address in the winter are the frost and concrete. Um, So frost is a big one that that what what happens here, the the physics of it is um, when it snows, rains, water gets in the ground. Then when water freezes, it expands. And then when it, it melts, it then um, contracts. But through that process of its expansion and contraction, you have the the soil type, unless it's a very, unless it's a nice sandy soil, most of the clays and silts, um, so the components of those two soils are, are small plates um, that if you were to look at them through like a microscope, that's what you'd see. And so that shifting in expansion and contraction as the water is, is freezing and melting, um, can lead to some really wild swings in the soil moving um, because what, you know, especially like a clay soil, when it's dry, all those plates are nice, nicely stacked sitting on each other. Then when it freezes, they all move. And what you can find is that, okay, what, what was before a nice neat stack now that everything's shifted and moved causes a lot more um, drastic movement in the soil than, than you even thought. So the the big thing is to get down with your foundation, your footing, get down below frost line. But um, I think that's built into the code. You don't need to worry about that too much. But as far as winter construction goes, what happens then is the frost um, starts to you know, build up in the ground. Um, in winter, it starts from top and goes down as it gets colder and colder. Those freezing temperatures, the frost layer will get thicker and thicker. Um, so if you cannot get through and below that frost line, you can't really put a foundation in. Um, so some contractors in some areas of the country, they will rip the frost out with a, um, you know, an excavation machine. Um, some don't, it's very, very rough on the machine. Um, I was watching a video on YouTube today of a guy explaining it and, um, yeah, even like getting little bits of that frost under the bucket caused the, the whole excavating machine to move, uh, which is crazy to think about, but th- yeah, there's a, there's a ton of force in there. So, um, it's not something that's just 
easily said and done. So some will, some won't. Um, a couple remedies that um, you should ask about or just inquire from your builder about. So, so if you're going to dig and you know the winter's coming up, sometimes what your contractor can do can put either an insulated blanket or a heated blanket on the space that will be um, some some contractors even, even use straw, but put something on the space that will be excavated so that the frost doesn't have as much of an opportunity to get really deep down into the earth um, can be a lot better from an excavation standpoint. But uh, on the positive note, on an excavation standpoint, if you do frost ripping or um, you treat it well and you get below it, once you're below the frost in your dig, um, the soils are then the same as they would be in summer conditions. So you should, in theory, be fine um, to dig and then pour your foundation. Um, which gets me to the second big thing here of winter construction, and that is concrete. Okay. Let's talk about concrete for a second. Um, for those people that know me, I'm, I'm that guy that has an opinion on, um, (laughs) you know, the well actually guy. So I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'm the worst. It's, it's, (laughs) it's me, not you, but I have to explain this because I hear it way too often and it's frustrating. So Concrete and cement are not synonyms. They're not the same thing. Um, concrete is the finished product. What you would see like your driveway floor or your garage floor or your foundation walls, those are concrete. Cement is a powder-like material that reacts with water in the curing process of concrete. So concrete doesn't dry either. Concrete's not drying, it's curing. What's happening What's happening is a chemical reaction between the cement and the water, and that's what actually hardens the concrete. So it'll cause all the things in the concrete to stick together. Okay, the reason I explain that in this episode is because curing is the, the key factor to whether or not your concrete will be okay in the winter or not. So if the concrete itself drops below a freezing temperature, the, the water will then stop curing with the cement, um, which can be a big problem. But there's a nice bonus here in that that process is an exothermic reaction, which means that it gives off heat. So when the water is reacting with the cement, it's giving off heat. So typically what builders do... Um, will be to just insulate the concrete right after it's been poured to keep it above those freezing temperatures. It's it's a lot more complicated than that, and um, there's times when you need to seal and heat the concrete, um, like with a, a space heater or something, or a butane heater, something like that. Um, the insulation can be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different types of things. And then some, you know, even bigger commercial jobs will use um, temperature sensors and everything. Because the issue here is if the concrete doesn't cure early on, it may stop altogether. And it might not get to a good strength, a compressive strength that you need to then support a house on. I would say, again, Consult a local professional if you have a massive issue or, or something like that. I say that a lot on the show, and I just um, I think that's your best route if you really want to dig in and have some serious, deep conversations about it. But I will say, from a 30-foot-thousand 30, view, 30,000-foot view, there we go, 30,000-foot view, 
me personally, I would not be worried about um, starting or building a home in the winter. Like I said, I was in Minnesota. We built all year round. Um, and then here in Indiana, we do mostly as well. Let's also put a really big red flag, yellow flag, whatever. So the uh, last couple of years, I think two, three years ago, we had a polar vortex. So these massively, um, these giant weather patterns of massive cold air coming down and we're seeing temperatures of like negative 20, negative 30. And this is before wind chill, you know, like legit negative 30 degrees. Like there's no insulation blanket that you can throw on concrete and have it cure safely <laughs> in negative 30 degrees. You're going to need other heating methods to, to account for that. And most builders, you know, saw those, those temperatures coming, um, and, and would pause operations for that. So that's, those are things like I talked about with, with scheduling and everything, like that's a legitimate scheduled delay. If you have temperatures that drop wildly below 32, you're going to need to really, really address it. Um, so just be careful with that. Um, I'm sure your builder is thinking about it more than you are, but again, good, good questions to ask. Um, the, the the toughest thing with pouring concrete is um, usually with a footing or a foundation, you can like seal it in and capture the heat that the concrete is naturally giving off. Um, but if you're doing any outside what, what the industry would call flat work, so this would be like your sidewalks, your driveways, your porch stoop, your if you have like a rear concrete patio, anything that's flat work is really hard to cover because there's just so much more area out there. So typically in winter, like if your home closes in December or January in a winter climate, you might not get a driveway until like May or June. So the weather warms up and concrete can actually come back out um, and cure safely. Um, it's just it's really hard to do. I've seen some builders and we used to do this in Minnesota as well is that, um, they would use like a layer of visqueen to like cover the porch and shelter it and then heat it the whole time. So they could pour the porch stoop, um, which you need that for code, um, to close a home, but you actually don't need a concrete driveway to close a home or a rear patio. Um, to get a certificate of occupancy. So um, typically that would be done, but your driveway might be delayed a little bit. One last thing I'll say about the weather and winter construction is if there's anything going on on your roof, pretty obviously like blizzards, snowstorms, people aren't going to go up there in that. And then second is, um, like I said before, if the temperature drops pretty low, I think the the threshold is about 10 degrees Fahrenheit where um, like air compressors stop working. So then like a framing crew is not going to hand nail for you in your house if their air nail air, air nailers stop working. So um, they will just call it a day and come back another day. So there's a couple things that can cause some delays. And obviously all this takes a little bit longer. Um, if you think about like going all the way back to the beginning of the episode, ripping the frost out of your excavation area to covering the footings with blankets to, um, 
a visqueen structure around your front porch to then pour it and heat it. Like all those are extra steps that aren't in a normal construction schedule. So a winter home might take slightly longer um, just to accommodate for some of these things. And then winter, you're just a little more likely to have delays. But, you know, I'll be honest with you here. Like I've built a home for myself and we started in the winter and I wasn't really worried about it. I think I'll stop there for today. If you have any other questions on winter construction or anything else in the home building industry, feel free to hit me up. My name is Adam Steiner. You can find me at Builder VS Buyer on Instagram or info at buildervsbuyer.com. I also run my own home design firm. If you're looking for a floor plan or anything like that, it's Burnham Design Co. B-I-R-N-A-M Design Co. I would love to hear from you and thank you so much for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for the music.